0: Do you want to have fun, change your life, and change the world in seven days? Welcome to Dance Our Dreams, where I playfully fuse music, motivation, and healing our planet through simple weekly experiments that help you achieve your big dreams and the big dream of our planet, the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals. Aloha, I'm DJ Valerie B-Love, the vibe goddess. Our world needs us to take bold action now. And I believe every little thing we do adds up to make a big difference. Y'all ready to be the change you wish to see? All right, let's rock this.
1: All
0: right, what's up, Love Tribe? It's DJ Val.
1: Um, What are your most favorite techniques for separating yourself from your version of God, your version of spirit, your version of love, your version of why you're here, of the creator, the universe source. We all have techniques of separating and we subconsciously do them. And we think that we're doing them in service of being alive and surviving and thriving on this little dirt rock, which is the most beautiful dirt rock in the galaxy called Earth. I know that I have a few techniques that I use that I'm not exactly proud of, but I know that I do them. And um I wanna talk about oh my god, okay. Like okay, this is the second time I cut the first take because I was yawning and I'm like, Oh my god, it's like six o'clock at night. This is my fourth podcast of the day. It seems like doing a podcast is so easy, but it's easy when you're talking to others, but when you're talking to yourself, it's kinda you know, you have a different level of energy than you need to do. Anywho, um, one of the biggest tenets that I support is having spirit and God at the center of our lives. And one of the biggest reasons I think that we can fall apart the way that I did, and the way that I still do sometimes, uh, is by forgetting that God uh, here we're gonna go like this. For those of you guys who are listening to the podcast, you got to just see like a tiny little graphic. Um, when spirit is at the middle of your life, not a separate bucket that you hook up on Sunday with, um, things go a lot smoother. And so I thought I'm gonna do uh an episode of the five ways that we hijack our relationship or mess our relationship up with God. So, um what happens when we mess up our relationship with spirit, with God? Well, all hell breaks loose. And, you know, the, the physical ramifications show up, whether it's through our money, whether it's through our relationships, whether it's through our physical body, whether it's through our time, whether it's through our job, whether it's through our mental state. There are all these little uh, ramifications, as it were, of what happens when we don't put spirit in the middle. And so I thought it would be interesting to kind of share. So number one, if we don't have a code, if we do not create a code, I did an episode called Mr. Burrito Man, and this talks about our code for living. And I talk about... Again, I know this is like super high tech, this tripod for God, there's nine sub areas of living. If we don't have a code in each one of those areas, and when it comes time to make decisions, and if the code to me, the way that I choose my codes is spirit is in the middle, and I filter all the decisions that I make in my life through spirit, when I don't do that, 100% chance. My ego is going to get in the way. Uh, My attitude is going to get in the way. My wishing to be belonging and perceived as cool is going to get in the way. And then the decision turns to shit. And so if I don't have a code that involves, I'm going to keep using the word God. So don't freak out. I swear I never used to say this word before a couple of years ago. So just substitute Frank if God doesn't feel good. I don't care. Just whatever your highest. Divine energetic source of existence is use that. If that energy, that power, that essence is not in the middle of your decision making process, um, there's a strong chance that you're going to go sideways at some point along your journey. And I've learned this again and again and again, and I've gotten like beaten down and all this. And no matter how much I think I know and how much I think I try to be the one in charge. Every time I do that, I get the shit kicked out of me, you know, and so I I find one of the best ways is to have a code for living. And that's something that I teach and we'll talk about it in another episode, but it's really, really important to have your own code, you know, your code of ethics, your honor code, you know, your, I got this and to share it with people that you care about and you trust. Number two one of the best ways to fuck up your relationship with God is to have your code and to ignore it. Mm-hmm. If you have this beautiful code that you've taken time to write out and you know share with your people, but then you're over here and you're just like nobody's gonna know if I just go over here and do this thing yeah they are guess who they are they are is you and they are is spirit and so if you ignore the code that you said yes to you're going to have internal tumultuous bleh, and you're going to feel like shit about yourself and nobody wants to do that you know and it's important that you find who your tribe are and or who your tribe is Um who the members of your tribe are and share your code with them. And I know some. you might just have a tribe of one, you know, and you might just have a tribe of you because you're the only person you can trust, but do it, write it down and share it. And I have some special trainings that again, I will share with you because I really, really want you guys to feel supported and alive and like, Yes, I've got my code and I'm going to live it and I believe in it and I can do it and I know it's going to serve me and it's going to serve the big dream of our planet. So that's number two. If you have a code and you don't do it, you ignore it. Number three, number three, big again, it constantly revolves back around our egos. If we are acting as though we know more than spirit, we meaning this like little dumb, dense version of human, and we think, I've got this and I know what to do and I can do it without any help and I got, you know, la 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 la. You're fucked, okay? Spirit has always got a path for you that is bigger and greater than you will ever know and ever imagine. When you tap into your intuition, when you tap into that infinite wisdom, when you tap into the truth that is your essence, that is the created, the creator, the creation, you are going to have magic. When you tap into this external conversation that you think... Well, because I have a CEO tag on me, or I'm a DJ, or I'm a this, or I'm a that, and you think you know what's up, done, you're screwed. Like you're already screwing yourself. And so one of the best ways that I've found and that I watch and I've researched and I watch thousands and millions of people use is tap into that inner voice that intuition that is your, I wish I had a piece of thread here your lifeline to to spirit and that's where you're going to get your truth and your answers. Okay. So get over yourself. You're awesome. I love you. And you've gotten yourself this far, get yourself further by listening to spirit. Okay. So stop thinking that you know more than spirit and start feeling what spirit is trying to share with you and act upon those uh, messages. And when you do that, And I'd be curious if anybody wants to share their their stories. What happens, what happened when you said yes to those voices instead of the mind, you know, this little thing up here? Um, Number four, one of the best ways to fuck your relationship up with God. Do not ask for help. Don't ask. Think you can do it all by yourself. I got this. Mm. Uh. Yeah, no. Um, Doesn't work. Doesn't work. Tried that. Uh, I almost died. Like, I was like. This close to death. It was really like microseconds from death. And it was because of my ego. And it was because I thought that I had it. And um, I was too embarrassed and ashamed. Uh, to admit that I needed help and my kids almost lost their mama and I almost lost my contact with spirit and I was such an asshole and so into my own fear of being looked at as weak. And if I was looked at as weak, how could I be in service? How could I be a helper? How could I do my mission? Um, Being weak and vulnerable, not that I want to encourage everybody to go around and be weak and vulnerable all the time, but the truth is we have, uh, you know, the sine and the cosine wave, like there's times when we're high and there's times when we're low. Stop trying to not be what you are, which is sometimes weak and vulnerable. Um, And I, I do this podcast. I do my project. I do the things that I do for you because I want to help you. And I also do them for my own therapy. When I speak, when I get to interview people, when I get to you know, go deeper into the process of healing and go deeper into the process of love and recovery from any type of abuse, whether it's your own personal abuse or physical or sexual, or mental abuse, whatever it is, I am doing this in service of y'all and for me too. And so because we can all heal and grow together, I think we can raise the tide together. So the asking for help part, I still, number four, I suck. I suck. I suck a big bag of soggy dicks. I'm sorry, I do. I don't love asking for help. I'm getting better at it. Um, But I wouldn't consider myself an expert at asking for help. But I do know that when I do ask for help, I have never been refused. I have never been refused. I have never been looked at by anybody who I have asked for help with a sense of shame, with a sense of like, really, you're asking me for help? Every time I have reached out and said, please, I need help. I'm in trouble. I'm struggling. Whoever I've chosen, whether it was a stranger, whether it was a loved one, whether it was a friend, every single person has always said yes with love and with open arms, you know, with this yummy, oh, come here, let me help you. Because that's, I know how I would treat somebody who asked me for help. And so I would invite you this week to do an experiment and ask for help. Anything like, oh, I need some help putting groceries in my car or I need help you know uh i don't know anything i need help with like solving this problem with my child the smaller the thing that you can do to get practice when the big shit comes and really hits a fan you're going to have that muscle <clears throat> you're going to have a strong muscle and it's going to be activated and ready to go when you really need like bigger amounts of help and so my experiment my offer to you this week is ask for help okay? Ask spirit, ask your friends, ask your loved ones, ask your beloved, ask your children, ask yourself, ask your guides. Just ask for help. Tiny bits. It doesn't have to be something big. It could be super simple. Like, hey, could you get me some milk? I need some milk. Could you go grab the at the store? Or hey, uh, I'm sitting here. Can you put some milk in my coffee? Hey, could you put the empty milk can away? Whatever the fuck it is, like ask for a little bit of help and get comfortable receiving a yes from people. It could save your life. And by you doing it, you could be the example that could save another life. Um, it could save another life. So ask, OK? Um, so number five, <laughs> the top five ways to screw God and to not listen to God is to continue number one through four. (laughs) I couldn't come up with a number five. I'm like, what's number five? I don't know. Um, It's a big deal when you don't have a code. And then when you do have a code, you ignore it. And then when you think your mind knows better than what your heart is telling you, and when you're not, willing to ask for help. Those four things can kill you. They could ruin your life. They could ruin your friendships. They could ruin your children's life. And we need you here. I need you here. This is a lot of work trying to like help the world be better. And I know you know what I'm talking about. We need each other. And if we can do the opposite of number one through four, we can be the happiest and wholest versions of ourselves. So, um, I want you all to say yes, say yes to your dream, pull it off the shelf, figure out what it is. If you haven't even thought about having one, start manifesting something, start saying, I want to do this. I remember... I used to live on a sailboat back in the '90s, and I used to teach sailing to college kids and uh, from Michigan State University and Florida State University. And kids would come live I say kids. I mean, I was in my 20s and they were too, you know. Um, they would come live aboard our boats. My partner, Captain Joe, and I. My favorite moments of my teaching experience and my sailing experience wasn't the sailing. Of course, it was beautiful. We got to travel all over and do all these weird things. We were total pirates. We would like just hijack slips and all sorts of crazy shit. And it was like, okay, we're pirates. Nobody's going to notice we're here. Um, that was kind of fun and exhilarating. But the most exhilarating and the most impactful thing that I ever got to do, I got to sit on the bow of my boat, my boat, my sailboat. Okay? Euphony, that's what her name was. It was a 31-foot Almond sailboat. And he had a 46-foot pan-oceanic brewer called the Compass Rose. So we had our two boats. We had the his and hers. Mine was little and his was bigger. When the students would come just like I did and we would be sailing and we got to learn all the knots and the how do you do windward and leeward and all the things that you do when you're sailing. The most potent things that came out were when we were sitting on the bow of the boat and I would ask the students, what's your dream? What is your dream? And these kids were, you know, 20, 21, 22. A lot of their answers startled me. The answers would be, well, well, my dad was a doctor and my grandfather was a doctor. And so I'm going to pre-med and then I'm going to go to medical school and I'm going to be a doctor too. Well, I still pose a question. You didn't answer my question. What is your dream? Well, because my dad was a doctor and because da, 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 da and I continued to just nail it down what is your dream? And most of the time the students would stop and they would pause and they looked at me and they're like, I never thought about it. Or I I really want to go be a photographer like for National Geographic, but I don't know how to do that. And one of the most important things that I learned as a sailor and as a charter boat captain and as somebody who did the most unconventional thing ever, uh, I learned if somebody is doing something that you think is your dream, go fucking ask them how they did it, be their friend, be their apprentice, figure it out. If, If somebody else is doing it, that means you, you my friend can do it too. And so that was my answer to these kids and these students. And one of the coolest things that I always thought was like, wow, I just, all I want to do, all I want to do is help people figure out what their dreams are and ask themselves questions about how to get closer to their dream and why it's important to them and how it's going to make a difference on the planet. Not what their dad did and their granddad did, and not what makes sense and what's going to give you a thirty-two thousand dollars a year income because you just spent this much money on college and blah blah, blah, blah blah. I'm just, yeah, no. I always knew that, like, my job, and this was back in like fuck the early '90s. This was when Tony Robbins was just coming up and doing his like infomercials, but I knew spiritually in my heart, my job is to help you remember what your big dream is and figure out how the fuck to make it happen, okay? And so that's what we're up to. And so back to the theme of our podcast, which is how to fuck God, you know, top five ways to mess up with God. You know, if you're not listening and if you're not willing to listen, you're going to be a little... Hamster on the habit trail and do something that someone else wants you to do for their dream. If you are listening and you are ready to take the next step for whatever it is that your life says, this is why you're here, you know, do that and start thinking about, most importantly, not the thing that you're going to do, but how it's going to help you serve spirit and how it's going to help you serve the planet. Okay. When you are sitting on your deathbed, you're going to be looking up, you're going to be cruising. You know, let's say, for example, that you're lucky enough that you didn't like get smushed by you know a tractor like a bug. Okay? Let's say that you lived a full life and let's say you're sitting there in your bed and you're like, okay, what was important? What did I do? Who did I help? How did I matter? Who did I love? Answer those questions right now. And start making your life around those answers, okay? And so let's do it. We're going to have some fun. There's 10,000 ways to design your life. And there's 10,000 teachers that you can choose. And, you know, I'm one of them. We're going to have some fun. I'm weird. I wear red hippie, red glasses. But um, it doesn't matter what you do or who you do it with. What matters is that you do it for spirit. And you do it for your heart, and you do it for your mission. That's all. This is kind of a—I uh, don't know. I'm not going to name the type of podcast it is. It's a little mushy and gushy, but it's real. And this is the why. This is why we're here. <sighs> um. So stop getting in the way of, quote unquote, God, Spirit, Universe. Start getting on the path that you were designed to do because nobody, I repeat, nobody else but you is able to do it. Martha Graham, where's my Martha Graham quote? Oh, hold on. I have my Martha Graham quote. Thank you, Bo Eason for reminding me of this. Martha Graham is definitely one of my heroes. Martha Graham is a contemporary dance teacher and uh, a choreographer, a beautiful woman. She's changed the face of dance. I am not a professional dancer. I am definitely a professional dork. But um, Martha Graham is somebody who really inspired generations, and uh, I love her. But this is something that's super powerful. I'll put this up on my. Uh, hold on. I'll put this up on. Uh, On the show notes. This has to do with you being the most important, potent version of you because there's nobody else like you. So think about that. This is from Martha Graham. There is a vitality, a life force, an energy, a quickening that is translated through you into action. And because there is only one of you in all of time. This expression is unique. And if you block it, it will never exist through any other medium. And it will be lost. The world will not have it. It is not your business to determine how good it is, nor how valuable, nor how it compares with other expressions. It is your business to keep it yours clearly and directly. To keep the channel open, you do not even have to believe in yourself or your work. You have to keep yourself open and aware to the urges that motivate you. Keep the channel open. No artist is pleased. There is no satisfaction whatsoever at any time. There is only a queer, divine dissatisfaction, a blessed unrest that keeps us marching and makes us more alive than others. Martha Graham. What does that mean? That means you are the only you that ever gets to express this gift of you. If you don't bring it out now, nobody else will. Ever. Lady Gaga was born in my birthday, March 28th. I love you, Lady Gaga. I'm a weirdo. She wore meat suits. I wore candy boxes from uh, February 14th, whatever, Valentine's Day. I used to take old things and recycle them and make crazy costumes. She did the same thing. Clearly, the woman has fucked one more talent than I do because she can play piano and sing I just make weird shit and DJ. But I'm, you know, I'm my own meanness, you know? Can you imagine the world without Lady Gaga? Can you imagine the world without Elton John? Can you imagine the world without um oh my God, without Jerry Garcia? Can you imagine the world without Janice Joplin? Can you imagine the world without Martin Luther King? Can you imagine the world without Jim Morrison? These are all my heroes. Can you imagine if they shrunk? Can you imagine if they got in the way of their own divinity and their own purpose? Can you imagine the world? Can you imagine John Lennon not having to imagine? Can you imagine the Beatles not having John Lennon? Can you imagine the world not having you? Rise up. Stand up. The time is now. Get out of your own way. Your ego served its purpose, and now your soul is ready to live its purpose. Do the thing that you were born to do. Rise up, stand up, and serve. That's it. That's the end of this podcast. Rock and roll. Joan Osborne, What If God Was One of Us is a song of the week. Rock it you guys got this. I love you. Thanks for letting me be me. And I hope that by me being me,
0: I get to help you be you. Aloha. All right, big dream dancers. I know you want to start making a difference in your life and the planet today. So head on over to com forward slash podcast for your free dream sheet for the weekly Dance Our Dreams experiment. And remember, I'll check you out on Facebook Live every Manifesting Monday at 11, 11 a.m. Mountain Standard Time on the DJ Valerie Be Love page for support on each week's experiment. And I really, really do know how busy you are and it would mean the world to me if you could subscribe and leave a review on Apple, Spotify, or Google Podcasts so other badass change makers like you can benefit from this show too sending from my heart to yours peace love and aloha